Well, good morning, everybody. It's lovely to share this time with you. And today we're continuing with our series on life in lockdown. And we're looking at the life of Moses today. And we're looking at some of the things in his life, in his seasons of lockdown or waiting um, to see what we can glean for our encouragement at this time. And so the thing I love about Moses is that we get to track with him for his whole life. We first meet Moses as a little baby where his mother, remember, puts him in the bulrushes to rescue him, to try and save him from the evil Pharaoh, who at that time was getting very threatened by the growth of the Israelite nation, and so decided to slaughter all the little baby boys under the age of two. And we see her kind of just trust God with his life. And so she hides him. And we see his little sister Miriam keeping an eye on him as he kind of travels through that sort of bulrush Nile. And then we see him actually get taken in by the princess in the palace. And there we see the life of Moses, the young life of Moses, growing up as a, an Egyptian prince. And we get to track with him through these years. We also get to track with him when he has a fight with the Egyptian guards and he ends up killing an Egyptian. And then we see him fleeing from for his life and running away from Egypt into the desert where he spends time just sort of wrestling with God and waiting and, and trying to live um, away from his past. And then we see him meet his wife Zipporah and uh, we see him working and serving his father Jethro, Zipporah's father, in the desert as a shepherd. And then we get to track with him as he has this miraculous encounter with God through the burning bush experience. We see his responses. We then also get to see his frailties and his weaknesses. We get to see the ups and downs and the twists and turns, the elations and the joys and the wondrous acts that God did in and through his life. And we also get to see his discouragements and his weaknesses and his mistakes. And then we track with him as he's leading a small group of people of two million people through the desert. And then we also get to see him uh, finally at the end of his life where he passes away at the age of 120 in Horeb. And so I love the story of Moses because we get to see him as a baby, as a man and as an old man. And we get to see his whole life and we can really identify then with this chap in the Bible because we can sort of see that nobody's life is ever straightforward nobody's life is ever plain sailing nobody's life is perfect and that really does encourage me and so we're going to look a little bit at a couple of points from the life of Moses so 40 years in the desert as a shepherd waiting I mean hopefully we won't be in lockdown for for 40 years but sometimes we can feel like we're waiting, we're just waiting, we're just waiting for life to get back to normal. We're just waiting for things to resume, we're just waiting to go back to our jobs, we're just waiting to see our friends and family, we're waiting to come back to church meetings, we're waiting, waiting, waiting. But even in these times of waiting, God teaches us things and we can certainly know and trust God in these periods of waiting. And the thing about Moses was his future was to be totally devoted to God and to God's people. And I love this story. Okay, so let's have a look. In Deuteronomy 34, verse 7, it says, Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. So here we see Moses as a very elderly man, and he is about to pass into his eternity. And the Bible says he was 120 years old. And in verse 10, it says, Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses 
whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those miraculous signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt. And I love the fact that Moses surrendered his life eventually to the purposes of God and we see a personality shaped by God and a life well lived in purpose. So let's quickly look at three points that will hopefully encourage us from the life of Moses that can relate to lockdown living. The story of Moses in the book of Exodus is all about God's guidance. God led Moses and the Israelite nation of Israel and he wants to lead us too. God was preparing Moses and God prepares us and even in this strange peculiar time of waiting and life very different to normal there are certain things in our life that God is perhaps preparing us for even right now. This story speaks to me about trusting, obeying and following God. So number one, trust. In Exodus 3 verses 7 to 10 the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I am sending you, Moses, to Pharaoh to bring my people out of Egypt. This encourages me that God hears our prayers and God hears our cries. We may not be like slaves in Egypt, but there are times when sometimes in life we just feel a bit stuck. We can be confident that God still hears the cries of his people just as he delivered the Israelites. He can deliver us from sin, from evil and from death eventually. And so this is the essence of the gospel message, isn't it? That no prophet had lived a life so close to God in thousands of years until Jesus God's only son came to rescue us and we can see some like parallels from the story of Moses. It's all about God's rescue, God's rescue for his people, the people that he loves and God loves each and every one of us and that is the reason he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to this earth to rescue us. Well rescue us from what? Our life is pretty good, we're kind of good people, we don't really do anything wrong, we don't do you know bad things generally speaking. But he came to rescue us from sometimes ourselves, from those things that we say and think and do that are wrong before God. And he gives us a relationship when we come to know him and accept him and believe in him and realise that who he is, is true. And so when we come to Jesus and we say, I believe you are God's son, you came to this earth to rescue me. And the reason you did that was because of your love because you loved me so much, even in my sin, even in amongst those things I was doing wrong or living my own life or going my own way. You so loved me that you came, you died on a cross, a perfect man, a perfect life, well lived, and to die a criminal's death for me. And then to be raised again, to defeat death three days later, to make and pave the way to God and to eternity and to have our things that we've done wrong forgiven, and a relationship made right and restored with God and a future of heaven and eternity with Jesus. And when we come to that place of realising just exactly who Jesus is, we can make that decision. It is totally up to us. The Bible says Jesus stands at the door and he knocks and he waits for us to respond. He never forces his way into our lives. It is there for us to choose. 
and I chose Jesus when I was nine and I've never looked back and even though life does have its twists and turns just like in the story of Moses and many others who we see right through the Old and the New Testament we can be assured that God is with us he loves us he never leaves us he is with us in this time of waiting and uncertainty and he has paved a way and he has a plan and a purpose for our life. He may be preparing you right now for something great in the future. He may be preparing and edging you to go and do something, even now in lockdown, that perhaps you hadn't considered before to show God's love to those around you. And so number one is trusting in God. This encourages me that God hears our prayers and like I said we can be assured at this time that God is with us and he hears us. Okay so then it amazes me as well as I get older as I look back upon my life that I see circumstances and people that clearly were part of God's plan and timing in my life that have had a necessary impact on me for where I am today. The things that we sometimes go through are never wasted and I can see now how God is able to bring good out of seemingly hopeless situations when we put our trust in him. And Moses had to put his trust in God because God had a huge call for Moses' life and he had to trust in God because there was no way he would be able to do those things on his own. We see such a contrast between Moses' life as an Egyptian prince and his life as a Midianite shepherd. As a prince, he would have had everything done for him, and as a shepherd, he would have had to do everything for himself. He was the famous son of an Egyptian princess, and as a shepherd, he would have had to learn new skills, how to defend himself, how to uh, provide for his family. He would have had to submit under the authority of his father-in-law, and so he was on a big learning curve. As a shepherd as well, he was holding the very job that he was taught to despise because back in Genesis 43 verse 32, it talks about the Egyptian caste system where they had considered themselves highly sophisticated and intelligent and they would have looked upon nomads or shepherds as an uncultured group of people. And so what a humbling experience this would have been for Moses that God was preparing him for leadership. Moses learned about the ways of the people that he would be leading and about desert life. Moses couldn't appreciate this lesson, but God was getting him ready to free Israel from Pharaoh's grip. And so if you, you or I or we are going through a strange season or a challenging season or a changing season or even a humbling season right now, be encouraged that God has a plan for you and that all experiences can teach us a lesson or two. Now, for example, before lockdown, I was teaching ladies how to do beauty therapy courses. I was working nice daytime hours around the school hours. So I was there for Naomi when she got home from school. And then this whole lockdown thing happened and it seemed to happen so quickly within 24 hours I was told don't come into work tomorrow Shan because there's not going to be any students. And so I was very fortunate enough to know a friend who said look we really need some help in our local supermarket would you be happy to come and do some shifts. And I thought well yes because there's a lot of uncertainty now about you know jobs and wages so I thought yes I'll, I'll come and help it'll be really good. And so I started working in this local supermarket 
and I started off replenishing shelves in the evenings, working till one, two in the morning. And then they changed me to a different department where I was doing the home shopping for people. So now I'm currently, for the last three months, getting up in the middle of the night to go and do a night shift, lugging crates about and lifting heavy um, shopping baskets with 24 cans of Carlsberg lager in and 60, you know, cans of cat food. And, you know, it's a physical job and it's demanding. And to be honest, it's really hard work. It's something that I've never done before. And so we can find ourselves in different circumstances right now or life was very different before lockdown compared to what it is now. But one of the things, of several things I have learnt through these experiences is to always appreciate people. And I think over the last three months of this, three, four months now of this lockdown period, one of the things we have all learnt is to appreciate people. The people on the front line, the key workers, our NHS, everybody who works in the care system, and everybody who works to provide us with food, those delivery drivers that are driving through the night all the way down from England to make sure our shelves are stocked. All those people like me who go into work to do your home shopping and we are there. You know, my nails are ruined, I've hurt my foot, I've hurt my back and I, it's really hard work. And so I always now appreciate people and their different roles and their contribution to make our lives as comfortable and as easy as possible. And I think sometimes we can go through life and we can be oblivious to the life other people live. And this season has certainly helped me appreciate everybody's roles and everybody's jobs. That everybody is important, everybody's role is important and has a purpose. And we need to really appreciate and value those around us, especially those who are prepared to put themselves at risk for us to be fed to be looked after, to be cared for and cured of these various things that are going round at the moment. And so trusting in God is really important in this season and trusting God for his provision as well. The second point is obedience. Do you really think Moses wanted to go back to Egypt to face Pharaoh and to give this message from God? He was going to have to go back to the very place that he was running away from. I don't think so. And in verse 11 of chapter 3, Moses says to God in a miraculous encounter through the burning bush, But who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? What if, they, what if Pharaoh refuses? Please send somebody else. I'm not eloquent. He was pulling every excuse out of the bag, wasn't he? And Moses pleaded with God to let him get out of this mission. I love this. God doesn't look at our weaknesses or our inadequacies. He just wants a willing heart. He will do the rest. He gave Moses promises that he would be with him, that he would perform the miraculous signs, that he would give him the words to speak, and he was willing for Aaron to assist Moses. And so finally, Moses obeys and sets out onto his mission. Now, God often calls us to tasks that may seem too difficult or we just simply don't want to be moved out of our comfort zone. And even in this bizarre time of lockdown, God may be calling us to do something. We may not be called to lead a nation, but we may be called to go and speak and chat to that neighbour down the road that we haven't spoken to for years or to offer some help of support 
to elderly neighbours or go and do some shopping for somebody or support somebody in your small group or on your street or in your community or in your family if you are able. And for us, lockdown has been an amazing experience and spending more time sort of in and around our home and in our community has opened up many opportunities for me and Adam. Adam's been mowing people's lawns, cutting people's hedges, chatting to people. I've been running around doing a little bit of grocery shopping for neighbours and practical support really does speak volumes to people. And so try not to see this time as a waste of life or a waste of time or your life is on hold, but to look for God's call and purpose in our daily situations. And the third point is following God. Moses eventually obeyed and he eventually followed God's call in his life. And Moses' reluctance and fear to follow God was caused by over-anticipation. He was worried about what would the people say? How would Pharaoh respond? What's going to happen? And we can often build up things in our own minds and then panic over what might be or what might go wrong. God does not ask us to go where he has not provided the means to help. God had in the bag for Moses provision, help, the right words and the signs and wonders that he displayed. And so go in confidence as we follow the will of God in our lives. Go where he leads you, trust him. And to supply, trust him to know that he is the one who is supplying you with the courage and the confidence and the words and the resources to go to wherever he is calling you. And even now in lockdown, I would encourage you to be really open to the Holy Spirit, to allow him to speak into your hearts into your heart today. Be open to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you at this time. Moses really did trust God. He obeyed eventually and all of his life experiences God used for greater purpose. And so finally God spoke to Moses and Moses submitted his life to God and obeyed and followed God and made a huge impact. In fact it's kind of like Half of the Old Testament is about this story of the Israelites and Moses and then the continuation of their journey. And you think if he had not obeyed or he had not, um, you know, been willing and had that heart after God, you know, maybe this story wouldn't have happened in the way it had. And so for us, we can look back and really see these people in scripture and we can take encouragement from their lives that they have weaknesses, they have inadequacies, they make mistakes. But all God wants is a willing heart and somebody to obey and to trust in him and to follow him wherever he may lead you. So that's my encouragement to you today. Be open to the Holy Spirit. Follow God to wherever he's leading you. Obey and trust in him for the resources because we can't do things on our own. We need God's power in our lives. So why don't we pray now and close this time together. Dear God, I thank you so much for the life of Moses. I thank you that we can look back on your amazing written word and glean so much encouragement from these people's lives who've gone before us. I thank you for every person in Cornerstone and those watching now, that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit afresh, Lord. I pray that you would help everybody to see this season where we are in lockdown and uh, going through lockdown and all the different challenges that is presenting to us. 
I pray that you would help us to continue to trust in you. And I pray that you would speak to us at this time that we wouldn't see this year as a year that is just gone and is wasted, but that we have learned many things. We have experienced new things. We have built new relationships and we have ultimately drawn closer to you in and through it because we love you and we can trust you with our very lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so it's been really nice to share this time with you. I hope you're all keeping well. Really looking forward to seeing you soon, I hope. And I hope you have a good week.